friends. Welcome to In the Moment, a podcast created by Helping His Hands Disaster Response. I'm your host, Scott Shipman, director and founder of Helping His Hands, and we are just so very glad that you chose to tune in to this episode. I have with me a friend of mine. His name is Josh, and I'm going to let you, uh, in a moment here, Josh, tell, tell our listeners who you are, what you do, where you're from, and all that kind of good stuff. But again, we're just really glad that you tuned in, and we'll be talking a little bit later about how you can get more involved with what we're doing in disaster as well as things that we're doing locally. So, Josh, tell our listeners who you are. We're glad you're here. In fact, I'll set the stage just for a moment. Josh has brought in some uh, folks, and uh, we are working together in a tour, in a disaster area right now. Uh, we're in Kentucky working, and so uh, tell us tell us who you are and go from there. How about that? Sounds good, Scott. So, my name is Josh Mason. I grew up in Kentucky, and I not this to, part of Kentucky. Not this part of Kentucky, correct? In the middle of Kentucky. <laughs> Campbellsville, Kentucky. Right in the middle. There's a star that says it and improves it, so it's all good. <laughs> but I I grew up there, homeschooled. My father was an elder in the church. Ministry was a strong call for me. So I went to St. Louis Christian College in Missouri, and I got my training and my degree. And I, now I am now at Brownstown Christian Church as a youth minister, and I have been there since September of 2019. All right, and that is Brownstown, Indiana. Yes, sir. You're a Hoosier. Who's your daddy? <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's cool. And so here you are. You're in. You're in Kentucky. You've got. You've got some youth. You've got some adults, and we're mm-hmm. we're doing all kinds of stuff this week, haven't we? What's the one thing so far this week? It's been kind of crazy with the weather and everything. Uh, what's the craziest thing you've done so far this week? Um, probably standing on a four by four and hitting another one that's like pretty much right next to me with a sledgehammer yes. and just doing that little bouncing act, and trying to which is sure, fine, but it's also sure. like it's not something you normally do on your day to day basis. What a mess! I love it. So just so you guys know who are who are listening, we're doing demolition on a home, and uh, and it's been it's been one thing after another. We've We've tried to salvage parts of this of this home, and the goal was to salvage the floor. And uh, what's come, what's happened is we've ended up having to to demo some of the floor because it's an older part, and so it's oak. It is solid oak beams, and oh my goodness, a life. And uh, it's almost like railroad spikes that they use to nail these things in. So it has been interesting between that and the rain and other things going on and stuff. So yeah. So you said that you've been so you've been at Brownstown. So did you did you go there, uh, Josh, right out of college? You're married, I believe, right? You're yeah. married. Got a baby on the baby way. Baby on June. the way. Yeah, congratulations. I love it. That that will change. That will change the household. Yeah. Big time in a good way. In a good way. And uh, um, and so so yeah. So you came from Bible College right to right to here. Or was you someplace else? I was that? someplace else for about four months. Okay. So okay. right when I graduated okay. college, I had. Uh, an old youth minister buddy that okay. taught me a lot about my faith. Yeah. And he goes, I have an internship in Florida. Oh, cool, cool. And I was like, it's an internship in Florida. I'll stay at a house 60 yards from the beach. What wow. more do you want? And yeah. I did outreach for uh, Hurricane Michael. With oh, cool, yeah. An organization yeah. called Renew. Yeah, I love but it. Yeah. I love it. That is so cool. And so so you wound up from Florida into Indiana. Mm-hmm. And here you are now in Kentucky. Yep. I love it. I love it. That's cool. So do you... Do you get to see? Do you get to see your folks very often since they're um you're about on and off. You're, you're several hours. I'm trying to think. Would it be six? No, it won't be that many. 
How many hours would it be from Brownstown? It's only two and a half, but my sister lives in Louisville, and she just uh, added another kid to the mix. Uh, there you so, go. There you not go. that there's a priority deal, no, but, but the title of Grandma and Grandpa <laughs> has been put into play. Oh, that's hilarious. I've accepted it. That is hilarious. And now you out there listening, did you catch all that? that hmm, there's some specials there. Hmm, what a mess. She's older, too. Yeah. <laughs> now, is she the oldest? Yeah, Carrie's the oldest. Okay, okay, very good. So, see, there's that older, older child part. What a mess. I love it. That's cool. So, so I always tell everybody... Uh, Josh, time will become our enemy. It always does in these in these deals, uh, as we're as we're doing the podcast. So anything, uh, I'm assuming you're reading your Bible. If you're in ministry, you think everybody mm-hmm. will be reading their Bible. Anything you've been reading lately that just stands out that maybe just been speaking to you that you would you might want to share with our listeners. Um, I would say, and it's not one that I've read recently, but it's been one that I've been. I felt on to in memorization from okay. when I was in high school would cool. be Philippians 4, 4 through 8, because oh, it's very a very frustrating passage to apply mm-hmm. because it goes, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Mm-hmm. Let your gentleness be evident to all mm-hmm. for the Lord is near. Mm-hmm. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and supplication, lift mm-hmm. your, your request to God yeah. and the peace of God, which transcends all mm-hmm. understanding or guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And then there's the part where it's like, whatever is good, whatever is lovely, yeah. whatever is admirable, and a few other of those, I yeah. always get them mixed up. Yeah. Think about those things. Yeah. And when you're on these type of trips, these trips of where you're doing disaster relief, it's so hard to go, okay, what is the good in this? Yeah. What what yeah. how can this be good when there's all this uh, yeah. around? And yeah. remembering that and figuring out how to go, okay, how do I rejoice in this? What What is still good happening? Yeah. And for me, it always, I'm very simple. It always ends up with, well, the tomb is still empty. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. I think one of the cool things about, the, the and that's a powerful text, and you are right. It's a, it's a very challenging text as well. Just that whole idea of, of, uh, of not just the rejoicing part and then the praying part and everything, but then that whole deal of, of, of thinking about what, it, what you know, and that whole list of this. And it's kind of like we were talking a while back. When we look at disaster, your homeowners who've lost everything are looking through the lens of disaster. They don't see anything left. Everything they see is a wreck. Our groups coming in are looking through a different lens, and that's a lens of, of, uh, of hope, a lens of Jesus, a lens of, of uh, as, as I said earlier earlier uh, today, the whole deal of it's almost like a treasure hunt, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because they're here to not just do cleanup, but to do recovery, try to find those things that maybe those homeowners never caught before. And I think a lot of times, just the, just the whole deal of having Jesus in you, I mean, just that, looking through the lens of Jesus l- makes us look at everything differently. The powerful thing I think about that text you're talking about is, oh my goodness, is is I always think about this when I read this, the whole idea of garbage in is garbage out. You know, whatever we're thinking, whatever we're, you know, it's that whole, whole, whole list of stuff. But another part of that is, um, and I've said for a long time, we are a product of our surroundings. Mm-hmm. And if we, if we associate with negative people, if we associate with stingy people, if we associate with, 
people that gossip, you know, all that. Those are traits that we may take on, you know. Paul's the only one, if you think about this, in the New Testament that I know of that made the statement that to me is a very challenging and bold statement when Paul says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. I, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I'd want people to imitate me. I just don't, I just don't know. That's a challenge right there, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Any other any other verses, anything else that you've been reading, anything that sticks out that that I know that you've been doing, maybe maybe I caught it wrong. You've been doing a doing some um, some Bible studies with some of your students. Yeah, is that right? Are you guys all going? Are you guys going through a book, or are you doing a, a book of the Bible, or 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 what? What um, I'm putting you on the spot here. Yeah, because I because I heard you making a comment to to Aiden, and that made me think I was going to ask you about that, and then forgot to. Are you guys going through a certain book of the Bible? Right now we're going through Hebrews on Tuesday mornings. That's outside of the Acts Sunday School. Okay, good, So a lot of what I do is that I have found that I, not only do I personally function the best when it's just a straight up study the Bible, how to apply it, how to make it come alive in our lives. Yeah, yeah. But with the students that I have currently, that's where they're at also. Yeah. So we're just studying scripture all oh, over the good. place. That's good. That's good. Especially if those kids are hungry for it. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, that's a cool thing. I love it. I love it. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, uh, because we always ask uh, our, our our folks that we have on on um, on the podcast, can you think of a time in your life where it was just very evident that in that moment you were being Jesus to somebody? Any, any moment stick out to you? And the reason we ask this, Josh, is because we hope that that with these podcasts, those who are listening, that that maybe they'll catch something that, that they've never thought of to use to reach that neighbor, to reach that coworker, to reach that family member, to reach that you know what you know whoever it is, uh, kind of thing. And so, do you, can you think of a time where where maybe it was something, some need you met in somebody's life or something? God puts you in a in a place at a certain time, you know, with just I mean everything just lined up if that makes sense and and ultimately you might not look at it at that point of being Jesus to them, but you know they always say hindsight's twenty twenty, but looking back, can you think of a time where where maybe there was a there's probably dozens and dozens and dozens of times, but again you might not have ever thought about it that way you know what I mean because mm-hmm. usually yeah. that's what everybody tells me they go well, I've never thought about it that way as far as me being Jesus to somebody because that's what he's called us to do think about it he's called us to go and we're supposed to share his love his grace his mercy well whose love are we sharing it's Jesus love it's his grace it's his so so um I would say for me the the Jesus that I showed that I well the capital yeah, J, yeah. J and everything yes. else is every day I get to work at seven thirty, eight o'clock I'm over at our Elm, which is our early learning ministries, hmm. daycare cool. and or preschool deal. And I'm certified in everything over there. So if somebody is in need of as simple as a bathroom break, yeah. I can go over there and I can take care of the babies for five minutes. Yeah. Or sometimes it's been where they've had people this a couple of weeks ago 
they had a bunch of people sick. Oh, no. And they had to have classrooms filled. Mm. And so I'm a, I'm a youth minister by trade, yeah. but I'm a, a caretaker for yeah. life. Yeah. So yeah. my automatic instinct is going, <laughs> okay, let me take care of you guys. Let me <laughs> let me help you here. Let me mend the fences that need to get taken care of. Yeah. And that's been a huge part of me growing, but also me being Jesus to those around me yeah. as being that support system. Because we see Jesus do that with the disciples yeah, exactly. for three whole years that he just lived with them. Yeah. And so that's basically what I've been doing with yeah. the helm is I yeah. live with them every morning during yeah. my work schedule. I love it. And let them know that I am there yeah. to help. Yeah. So you've been doing youth ministry again for how, how, how long? It'll be three years in September. Cool. So so have you seen in in in, in that in that time, have you seen um, a difference in kids? A difference a difference I know we we know culture is always changing. I'm curious to see your take on there, so Elm side of things, a lot of the teachers and the parents at the Elm are now transferring themselves into the church mm. atmosphere, not because of anything I've done, but because the staff at the Elm yeah. has been in prayer. Scott, you've talked a lot about in this week that we've been doing work. Yeah. Prayer yeah. is important. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. A, a byproduct of yeah. it. Yeah. But I would say the, the thing with student ministry, the hardest thing for me is figuring out how to take a kid that has it all put together mm. and then show them a kid that doesn't have it all put together and them go instead of that kid's annoying. Yeah. That's a child of God that I can reach, yeah. that I can talk yeah, to, exactly. that I can invest in so that they can grow with me. Yeah. But with the culture that we surround ourselves in, it's always a me mentality yes. and a, yeah. I'm number one yeah. and nothing will change until we help our students yeah. that we have now. And even not just our students, but our adults as well yeah. are going, I'm number two. How can I invest in the yeah. people around me? Yeah. I think if we start that now, that's we'll good be better stuff. off. That's good stuff. I think... So let me ask you this: Do you think, um, do you think, because society has become so, so fast-paced, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's almost, it's, I mean, it's, it, it's just crazy how, not just people are just filling their day full, just jam-packed with stuff, but it just seems like everything is just, you know, social media, just everything that's going on, it's just everything's quick, 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 yeah. quick, quick, quick. Do you think some of this is, some of that has to do with people not really taking the time because they don't, they don't want to mess with somebody that's not like them, mm-hmm. you know? So it's almost like, I'm going to type this, you know? I mean, do you see some of that coming out? I mean, some of the, is it, I guess, I guess, I'm, I guess what I'm trying to get at is it's almost like a, we've got a, we've got a reprogramming. Yes. You know, Jesus is counterculture. If you think about Absolutely. it, you know, kind of thing. And so you have students that say, I have to have my Snapchat score. Streaks yeah. every and day, I, and I didn't even know there was such a thing. <laughs> so you have you have kids that their whole interaction with one another is just a screenshot of their face, no words, yeah, just an S that represents streaks, and they'll go 385 days, and they'll be like, "Have you seen my streak score? I've gone 385 days. Yeah. That's cool, but when when do you talk about Jesus? Yeah, uh, never. Yeah. I have a student back in Kentucky, not in Kentucky, in Brownstown who has almost a million followers on TikTok 
and Snapchat and all that. That's crazy. And the conversations that I, I have to start having with her is, how do you show Jesus through this? Yeah. Yes, it's it's great have these things, but, but don't you, forget to put Jesus form. in yeah. it. Yeah. Don't take yeah. Jesus out of the equation just because yeah. you've got a million followers. Yeah. That's when you you specifically yeah. put him into the equation. Yes. And let him flourish yes, even sure. more so. For sure. That's crazy. Man. And you think about that, the whole deal of Snapchat is so quick. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't take much plant Jesus in that. It just, no, absolutely it just not. wouldn't. So yeah. Wow. So so has has uh uh have you been able to have that kind of conversation? I mean, do you think that's is, is that person coming around thinking a little bit, yeah. It, and it takes time because it's yeah. it's it just takes baby steps in the yeah. right direction. And that's the hardest part about youth ministers, I yeah. feel like in general, is that the majority uh, we have the, the tendency to go all in, we have to change everything now yeah. and make it happen instantly. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's it's a marathon, like Paul likes to tell us yeah. and remind us. Yeah, it's not a sprint. Over and over and over yeah, again. It's not a sprint. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just making those tiny little steps of going, Did you think about this? Yeah. Did you think about that? It's almost the, the instance where you tell the toddler, don't touch the hot stove. Yeah. Well, why? Because it's hot. They're yeah. not going to know until they touch it and they realize it. And that's all. the same part with telling them Jesus is amazing and awesome. Yeah. And they go, why? Well, because the stove is hot. Yeah. And yeah, they go, well, sure. I don't get it. And they touch it and they're like, oh, <laughs> I is. get it now. <laughs> okay. Yes, for sure. For that's sure. a very youth minister analogy for you. That's good stuff. For those of you who are listening, if you think about that, uh, if you know people who are on Snapchat or some of those other platforms, you know, there are ways to use that for the kingdom. I mean, people got to get creative and stuff. And, and just like, and, 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 and Charlie's the one that made the comment to me, in fact, I think it was today, about the Snapchat thing. I had no idea in the world that you could do that. Because he was asking me, what was it he was, he was asking me? I forget now how he said it, but you had stepped out of the trailer, I think. We were putting tools in. And, and he made a comment to me about that, and I said, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> I said, I guess I'm not really up in that, you know, kind of thing. We'll, we'll post a few things on Snapchat, but not a whole bunch of stuff, you know, kind of thing. So, wow. Well, as I said before, time becomes our enemy on our podcast. And Mariah over here is looking at me going, yeah, you know, wrap this up. What a mess. Hey, for those of you who are listening, we are very glad that you tuned in. And if you're thinking, if you've been thinking, the last few days, last few weeks, last few months, maybe even the last few years, that you should get involved with helping us in. We would love for you to do that. There are quite a few ways that uh, that you can be involved with us. If you're from uh, Vincennes or the surrounding area, we would love for you to help us with our food pantry and wheelchair ramps that we do and, and several different things that we do locally. But if you'd like to help us with our disaster side, we would love for you to get plugged into that. Uh, if you'd like more information on how you can be involved with our disaster side, volunteering, or maybe you've got a, a youth group, maybe you've got a small group, maybe you have a, a church group that would like to be involved with that, you can email Mariah at helpinghishands.com. And you spell Mariah, M-A-R-I-A-H, Mariah at helpinghishands.com. Dot com. 
You can check us out on our website, helpinghishands.com, and you can fill a form out there as well. And if you're on social media, we would love for you to check out our Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. We're on LinkedIn. We are also on uh, Telegram, Snapchat, YouTube, and TikTok. Uh, just different ways that you can follow what we're doing um, with different aspects of helping his hands. Hey, we're glad that you tuned in. We appreciate that. We hope that wherever you're at, we hope that it is a beautiful day in your neighborhood. Thanks for tuning in. And as always,